0: Northridge High Football Camp, Chapter Eight. By Tuesday afternoon, even the coaches were beginning to smile once in a while. A lot of the tension and ill feelings that were first noticeable on the field, and that seemed to be interfering with players like an actual team, had disappeared. The sophomores were much more widely accepted, and it was not uncommon to see some of the upperclassmen spending free time giving pointers to some of the more talented younger players. The players from the Revere High camp came to scrimmage early Tuesday, and for the first time Northridge was able to play some actual game moves against opponents who were not familiar with the Northridge playbook. The starters were strong, and even the attempts on the part of some of the second- and third-string players showed promise. The weather had only improved slightly, Although no major rain had hit the area, it continued to be overcast with mild drizzle. They had not seen sun since early Saturday afternoon. Since attention was totally on football and the team efforts being demonstrated so enticing, nobody seemed to mind the ill-weather conditions that they played in. When the scrimmage action broke for dinner on Tuesday afternoon, Vinny decided to use the time to grab a quick shower. The mornings had been easier to handle, but personal hygiene had definitely been at an all-time low this whole camp. He knew he could drastically use some time to clean up, as most were hitting the chow hall immediately, Vinnie knew that he would not have to wait for free showers, as had been the case on a few of the evenings lately. He was not surprised to hear the showers running as he entered the building, but sincerely hoped that they would not all be in use. He quickly discarded his uniform, leaving it bundled up on the tile floor outside the shower room. His spirits were high, but his energy was a little drained from all the field time during the scrimmage. He dragged his sorry ass under a shower nozzle as quickly as he could. He needed the hot water to massage his muscles, and he needed it now. Vinny spun himself around under the shower to wet himself totally. He was surprised when he reopened his eyes and saw Jeff Tobin under a shower across the room. He thought a moment about the fateful Saturday night of hazing. The last he could really focus on with Tobin had been some wrestling between him and another sophomore. Vinny knew he had fallen asleep and missed some of the action. Whatever had transpired, he sincerely hoped Tobin had gotten over his crying and shaking spells. He would never make it as one of the team if he kept that pussy attitude. He simply had to be a man about it and take things as they were thrown at him. Vinny thought a moment about Tobin's field action. It did seem he had a better attitude about playing, almost seemed less intimidated but since he was third string at best, he didn't get much actual field time. Hiya, sir. How you doin'? Tobin had left his place under the shower spray and came over to Vinny offering his hand. Vinny nodded and shook his hand quickly. He spun around under the stream of water to wet his hair. You looked great out there today. Man, I was wicked impressed. I know you probably don't give a shit about what some of us softs think about your playing, but everyone's commenting on how fast you take everybody down. You are one solid hitting machine. Tobin smiled and walked back to his own shower. Tobin, you okay? Vinny asked, somewhat puzzled. Tobin did not seem like the same kid as the other night. Yes, sir, I am. Thank you. Tobin rinsed some soap out of his hair. Vinny continued to watch him carefully. His actions seemed so different from just a couple days ago. So you actually survived the other night, eh, Tobin? Yes, sir. No problem, he smiled brightly. You can skip the sars shit, Tobin. Just call me Vinny, okay? Vinny picked up his bar of soap and started to lather himself up. "'Oh, yes, okay, thanks,' he smiled again. "'You know, Tobin, you seem to have uh, calmed down since the other night. "'You don't seem so fucking nervous.' "'Vinny started to scrub his underarm. "'He could smell the stench of day-old dry sweat. "'Oh, yeah, thanks,' I'm not, I guess. You know what Vooch said the other night? He stopped rinsing and advanced a few steps back towards Vinny. He actually said I was an okay football player. Can you believe that? He said he's been watching me and stuff. Said he's noticed my playing. I couldn't believe it. It made the whole thing that happened Saturday night all worthwhile. You know what I mean? He took a few steps back, almost jumping in place as he talked. He was genuinely excited. I mean, he's been helping me on my plane, too. He talks to me like I'm one of the guys, like I'm almost a friend. I can't believe it. It made Saturday all worthwhile. It really did. Vinny dumped some shampoo onto his hand and started to rub it briskly into his hair. Yeah, whatever, that's great, Tobin. I'm glad you feel better. He rinsed his head. Whatever Vooch had said about his playing had certainly got the kid into a good mood. Vinny quickly finished and walked out to get his towel. Tobin was still taking his time, happily content in his newfound camaraderie. Tuesday night, the downpours of rain really started. Sleep was unusually difficult due to the noise of the rain pounding down on the cabin roof. The guys discovered that the cabin was not exactly watertight. They had to place several containers around the room to catch the rain as it seeped in through the beams in the ceiling. One of the largest drips came in directly onto Meat's upper bunk, but in typical fashion for Meat, he ignored the water and slept as if nothing had changed. Both Vooch and Vinny got up slightly earlier than five on Wednesday morning, having had only a few hours of shut-eye. Meat continued his snoring, deep asleep, despite the fact that rain dripped directly down on his exposed butt. Vinny dressed without much comment. He never did very well when he was deprived of sleep, and the thought of going out and scrimmaging that afternoon in the pelting rain did not sit well with him. Football was always the first thing he would want to do, anywhere, anytime, but Christ, hardly any sleep and sliding around on a muddy field was not the enjoyable part. Even Vooch was not his typical cheery self as he dressed. He only smiled slightly and didn't say more than hi. Yeah, this is going to be one hell of a day, Vinny thought to himself. The first drill session of the day was almost like watching a slapstick movie. All the guys tried their best, but in the deep, wet mud, everyone was sliding into each other. Within minutes of starting drills, all uniforms were totally coated and wet. Vinny could just imagine how full uniform scrimmage would be after breakfast. Final selections had been made for the first offense and first defense, and the coordinators broke them off to work separately by 6.30 a.m. This would be the last scrimmage day with Revere. The rival camp game against them would be in just three days. It was finally coming down to show what they could really do as a team. The formations, pass plays, and running plays were endlessly repeated during the rest of the morning session. Coach Morrison made several repeats of the strong side flood, having Vooch take a seven-step drop. Vooch was especially effective in deep floods, taking the drop and having the receivers faking a pattern and going deep. Vinny worked strongly on the coach's orders to hook the tackle and stay up, never going down onto his knees. He stayed on his feet and blocked hard, remaining as high as possible and pushing with all his strength. If the defense man slanted to the inside, Vinny was instructed to go on to the linebacker. The line proved effective in his work. Vinny was confident in their abilities. His only question was the amount of dependence he could expect from Taglianti. Due to the obvious abilities that Taglienti demonstrated, he was to be the guard next to Vinny. The coach wanted the strong players on the right side. Taglianti was good, but his attitude toward Vinny could very easily get in the way. Vinny worked to keep his mind on the plays and not on his dislike of Taglianti working next to him. The dining hall filled almost immediately, once the squad broke for breakfast. Marsala and Kirby secured the usual table for their group. The floodline moved slowly, as it always did once the onset of players hit the hall. The sophomores now surrendered their positions in line freely, throwing a few playful words back at the domineering seniors. Vooch leaned lazily up against Vinny as they stood in line with their trays. Vooch's hair was totally wet and matted down. It dripped onto Vinny's shoulder as he rested against him. Vinny pushed Vooch's head back off his shoulder. It immediately flopped back down again. Come on, Vooch, straighten up, will ya? I'm tired, too, you know. Vinny pushed his head up again. Aw, let me just sleep a couple minutes. Come on, Rumi, I'm so fucking tired. He groaned and stood back up straight. I need sleep. He turned toward the crowd in the dining hall. I need fucking sleep, he yelled. No one responded. Thanks for the sympathy, fuckheads, he turned back in line. Well, Meat got sleep anyways, Vinnie yawned. He took a few steps ahead as the line moved. Meat could sleep through a nuclear bombing. The man sleeps dead to the world. Vooch advanced in line. The two passed by the layout of food. Vinnie scooped up three milks. Give me extra pancakes, will you, pal? He half-smiled at the guy dishing out the food. He was handed back, a plate piled high. Yes! Energy! Please! He nodded to the server and walked off toward the table. Vooch smiled at the server. I'll have sleep, please. Huh? The guy looked curiously at him. Nothing, man. Give me the same thing. Food, yeah, just give me food. Vooch nodded and took the plate over to the table. He threw a leg over his chair and dropped into it with a thud. Do me a favor. When I fall asleep down into my flapjacks here, just pick my head up so I don't drown in my fucking syrup. He poured a large amount of maple syrup over the stack on his plate. What's the matter, Voochie? Are we a little grumpy today? marsala opened his mouth and displayed half-eaten pancakes our cabin fucking leaks Vinny stabbed his fork into the top pancake on his plate so we ain't had hardly any sleep i wouldn't piss me off if i were you he shoveled a fork full of pancake into his mouth giving a don't mess with me look to marsala Kirby looked across the table at Meat, who sat with his head down near the plate and was shoveling in the food quickly. He didn't even seem to take the time to chew before the next forkful was up to his mouth. Meat, how'd you sleep? Kirby called down the table. Meat paused. A hunk of pancake fell out of the side of his stuffed mouth. He nodded. Yeah, Meat Man slept. Vooch chugged down a swallow of milk. The only one. Vinny put down an empty container of milk. He belched loudly. The fucking rain came down on him, and he sleeps like a fucking baby. Vinny picked up another container of milk and started ripping at the carton lid. All the guys looked down at meat. He merely shrugged and kept stabbing at his food. Well, anyways... Kirby reached his fork over and stabbed at part of the pancake on Masala's plate. Masala lifted his plate and tried to pull it out of Kirby's reach. The piece of pancake slid off the plate and landed on the table. Kirby scooped it up with his fingers and stuffed it into his mouth quickly. Vucci, what are the plans for the island? Tomorrow night or, um... What? Kirby reached his fork back out toward Masala's plate. Masala got up and moved over one chair, out of his reach. He triumphantly waved a pancake at Kirby and shoved it into his mouth hole. Yeah! Vooch sat up and dropped his fist down onto the table loudly. Vinny jumped, having been caught off guard. Jesus, I'm half asleep here, do you mind? He glared at Vooch vooch smiled broadly yes gentlemen tomorrow night remember though we will still need to have our victory over the pussy ridden revere high party we shall but a team we must remain mikey make a note for me to remind our little sophomore friends to begin to take our gear over right after the scrimmage will ya vooch patted masala on the back masala gave him a look "'Yeah, right, Vooch. "'I'll just notate it right here on my fucking steno pad,' "'he gave him the finger. "'Good, good. "'But please, not in shorthand,' Vinny winked at him. "'Kirby and Masala got up "'and carried their empty plates over to the dish bin. "'Meat continued to fork in mouthfuls of food, "'not paying any attention to what anyone else was doing. "'Vooch leaned back in his chair.' Well, Vin, you want to head out into the rain again or what? We can leave the uh, human garbage disposal here to finish by himself. Vooch got up and waited as Vinny picked up his tray. They dropped them in the dish bin and went back through the main hall door. The rain had let up and only a mist was in the sky. They carefully picked their way along the washed out paths back towards the cabin. So uh, where is this Revere High Camp anyways? asked Vinny. Vooch stopped a second to secure his footing as they started to ascend the incline toward the senior's cabins. Well, come here. He went off to the side a bit and climbed up a steeper embankment in the direction of the football field. Vinny had to bend over and pull his way up the incline, using his hands to help in the ascent. He reached the top, where Vooch stood looking out over the lake. Vooch pointed out to the shore that was visible across the lake. See that there? That's the island. Vinny looked at the shore, which was about a half a mile out from their own beach. That's the island? Yeah, I told you. We swim out to it, didn't I? Yeah, I know I I did. Anyways, he waved his arm down to the left. It extends down like... I don't know, about four or five miles that way. He waved his arm back to the right, and I guess about a mile or so that way. He pointed straight across. Their camp is actually right across from us, but the island is in the middle. It's further from the island shore to their beach than it is from ours here. It must be at least three times as far. It's too far for them to swim. I know that. When they bus over here for the game, though, it's like a twenty-mile drive to get here all around the shoreline. Vooch started back down the steep incline to the path. Vinny slid partway back down the hill, his cleats getting buried in mud as he hit the bottom of the hill. "'Shit!' he yelled as he shook his foot free from the muddy hole. "'This rain sucks, man!' Vooch laughed and grabbed him by the shoulders from behind, giving him a hard shove. Come on, peck ahead. Let's get some rest before the scrimmage. The cabin floor was getting pretty caked with mud from the last couple of days. Vooch pulled off his cleats and stood on a fairly clean spot of floor. He peeled his football pants down his legs. "'Jesus, look at this, will ya?' He sat down on the floor and had to use several pulls to get the wet pants down and off his ankles. Vinny sat on the edge of his bunk, still fully dressed, and watched his roommate working to get his clothes off. Vooch managed to get one of his socks down his calf and yanked it free from his foot. He fell back against the wall behind him as the leg came free. "'Shit!' He righted himself and started to tug on the other sock. His bare foot was all muddy, and even his jock had gotten wet and stained through the pants. We might as well just play fucking bare assed A lot of good these fucking clothes are doing us in this kind of rain. He threw the second sock over against the dresser. It hit and hung limply from one of the draw handles. "'The rain's let up, Voochie. Maybe we'll get us some sun.' "'Yeah, and maybe I'm going to get laid while we're up here, too.' Vooch flung the wet pants over at the back of the desk chair. He stepped across the mud spots on the floor and tumbled onto his bed. "'Hey, let's not expect miracles, huh?' Vinnie laughed. "'I don't think there's a chance in hell any of us are going to get laid while we're up here.' Vinny stood and began the same process Vooch had just completed. Vooch pulled his shirt over his head and dropped it on the floor beside the bed. He laid on top of the mattress in only his jock and cup. Dirt stains were entirely up his leg and made a pattern across his chest. Vooch picked the mud clumps around his nipples. "'Hey, Vinny, when was the last time you got laid, anyway?' Vooch turned on his side, so he faced Vinny as he undressed. Uh, I, I don't know. Vinny pulled his shirt off and turned to lay it over the bedpost. Hey, it's time we do you back again, man. Vooch lifted his head up on one elbow. No, seriously, man, when was the last time you actually got any pussy? Vinny sat on the edge of his bunk and pulled his pants off the end of his feet. He propped one foot up onto the blanket and examined his healing process. Hey, this is just about healed totally. That shit you put on my feet the other night really did the trick. He wiggled his toes. And it, it, it don't hurt none at all. He looked up at Vooch and grinned. Vooch was still silently looking at him. Vinny sat back against the wall. Hell, I I don't know. I guess it's been over a year if you really want to know the truth. But keep that to yourself, or I'll rip your fucking head off. I told you how that girl was screaming about me and her slut of a sister. Vinny extended his legs out across the bed. And you, the big quarterback star, you must get the hog drained all the fucking time, eh? Yeah, Vooch smiled widely and held up his right arm. With this, they both laughed. I guess it's been quite a long time for me, too. I I don't know. It's kind of weird. I'm, like, wicked comfortable just hanging out with the guys on the team and shit. And everyone that hangs with the team treats me like I'm some fucking god or something. He leaned forward in Vinny's direction and lowered his voice. But, like, I'm really shy around girls, you know? "'Sometimes I just don't know what to say. "'A lot of times, I'd rather just hang with my friends "'on Saturday night than bother trying to get up the nerve "'to get a date.' "'He paused. "'Hey, please, Vinny, this is just between us, okay? "'Don't worry, Voochie. "'I don't want my private life spread all around "'to anybody either. "'It's cool, it's cool, man, just between us.' Vuch sat up on his bed "'and reached over to open the window.' "'The rain stopped. Let's get some air in here, okay?' He dropped back flat onto the bed and laid his arms across his eyes. The team was to hit the field and be lined up in full uniform at 10 a.m. sharp. They were to run their final scrimmage with Revere, break for lunch, and then work on whatever needed serious attention the rest of the day. The rain had stopped, but there was still a thick cloud cover overhead. Vooch and Vinny arrived at the makeshift training room at 9.15 for taping. Billy Ruggiero was just finishing up with Tony Marino as they came inside. Pete Taglienti sat over on a side bench with a couple of his friends. He was already taped up and appeared to be just hanging around. Okay, Manta, let's get you over with, Billy motioned to the table. Vooch spotted Jeff Tobin outside, standing around under a tree with a few other sophomores. Vooch tapped Vinnie on the shoulder as he slid up onto a table. "'Hey man, I'm gonna go arrange with a few of our soft disciples to clean up the mess in our cabin. Tobin and his buddies would lick my butthole if I told them to. We might as well get some work out of them before we head to the island.' He opened the door and started outside. Hey, Billy, be right back, man. He closed the screen door behind him. Okay, Vinny, pull off those shoes and socks. I want to tape up those toes again. Billy reached down and grabbed a roll of athletic tape while Vinny did as he was told. Taglianti stopped talking with his friends and just sat watching what Billy was doing to Vinny. He got a smirk on his face as he saw how carefully Billy taped up Vinny's feet. "'Piggies hurt,' called Tagliente from where he sat on the bench. His friends laughed. Vinny turned slowly and looked at Tagliente. He made no reply. Tagliente wiped the back of his hand across his lips. "'I'll try not to step on you, little toes, Manta.' He got up and walked to the screen door, opened it, and spit outside. He leaned against the doorframe and smiled back at Vinny. Don't want to wreck your pedicure. He spit again and went out the door. Okay, Vinny, you're set. Billy clapped him on the back. Vinny was just staring at the closed screen door, a deep sneer forming as he clenched his teeth. Manta, today, huh? Vinny jumped down off the table. He walked straight ahead and kicked the screen door open with his cleat. The scrimmage moved along quickly. Vooch was demonstrating excellent pass techniques, starting out with several completions, but finding that Revere was going strong in defense and was beginning to find open men to intercept his plays. Guy Mitchell and Tom Walter called the line over for some orders. Helmets were removed, and the squad got down on one knee to listen up. Okay, we're showing weakness in blockage. Tom Walter rubbed his hands together as he spoke. I want to see blocking action out there. Manta. Nismont. Tag! Let's get those completions! Get these guys out of Cavuccio's way! As the team returned to the line of scrimmage, the rain started coming down again in forceful downpours. Northridge was able to begin gaining decent yardage. The tackles and guards pulled together to allow Vooch to do his thing. It was the final plays after being rained on solidly for over an hour that the teams ran too high. The line was up in position, waiting for Vucci's count. As the ball was snapped, Taglianti moved one count too fast. He stepped to the left and took out Vinny's man. The turn of his body enabled him to take down the intended target as well. Vinny, as viewed from the sidelines, was left just standing there looking stupid. Once the break was called, the team headed immediately down for lunch. Everyone wanted to just get the hell out of the downpour. Nismont and Alhambra ran past Vinny as they took off in the direction of the dining hall. Alhambra turned and called back over his shoulder, "'Manta, why'd you just stand there on that play?' He turned back straight as he continued to run. Vinny felt the throb in his forehead. Taglianti was a fucking prick. He rubbed his knuckles into his closed eyes. Vooch clapped a hand onto his shoulder. Hey, you okay, bro? Vinny yanked his shoulder away from Vooch's grasp. He spun around, glaring at Vooch. He spit as he yelled. Did you see that prick Taglienti? Did you? He threw his helmet onto the ground. Did you see what that fucking pussy did? He cut me off. He took out my guy and made me look like a fucking idiot. Vinny's eyes bulged in anger. Hey, easy man. It's okay. Vooch put his hand against Vinny's chest to steady him. Vinny stepped back from Vooch's touch, nearly losing his balance in the mud, which angered him even more. He stood for a second, the rain pelting down over his face and looked around the field. He spotted Taglienti over by the foot of the embankment near the path, his back to Vinny. It was obvious he was standing there joking with his friends. He kept bending over slightly as he laughed. Vinny took off toward Taglienti, running as quickly as the muddy terrain would allow. Vooch watched as he sped off across the field, then bent down and picked up Vinny's helmet. A pool of muddy water had partially filled up the inside. He dumped out the water, then started walking over toward them. As soon as Vinny got to Taglianti, he reached out and spun him around. Before Taglienti could register who or what was happening, he felt a fist pound down against his teeth. Taglianti stumbled back and landed on his ass in the mud. He quickly jumped up and tackled Vinny around the knees, sending them both backward toward the slope and onto the edge of the field. Taglianti raised up his fist, but before he could strike, another blow came down squarely on the side of his jaw. His head twisted and plowed into a pool of water. For a moment, he laid stunned, then lifted his face out of the puddle. Another slam came immediately down across his face, this time sending a string of blood out the side of his mouth. Vinny pulled his arm back, taking aim again, but Vooch ran over and caught his arm midair. He pulled Vinny's arm back firmly, keeping him from sending another blow into Taglienti. Two of Taglianti's friends jumped in and pinned Pete down also. "All right, Vinny, enough!" Vooch screamed in his ear. He kept pulling at his arm which was still poised over Taglianti's face. Taglianti scurried backwards and was helped up to a crouching position by his buddies. Jesus! Blood flowed from the side of Taglianti's mouth as he spoke. What the fuck are you doing, you psycho Christ? He came flying at me! He wiped his mouth with his hand. Blood coated two of his fingers as he withdrew it from his lips. Vinny tried to pull away from Vooch's grasp, but kept sliding in the mud. He couldn't get enough leverage to free himself, or his strength would have been no match for Vooch. Vinny's eyes burned hatred. If you fucking try to screw me up again, Taglienti, I'll fucking take you down so fucking hard. Vinny managed to free his arm from Vooch, who immediately grasped him around the waist with both arms so Vinny could not advance towards Taglianti. Vinny poked his fingers of his free hand out into the air at Taglianti. Do you understand me, you motherfucker? "'Vinny spit as he yelled, "'Do you?' Taglianti recoiled. "'His eyes bulged at the intensity of the threat "'in Vinny's voice. "'Yeah, man. Uh, I heard you,' his voice trailed off. "'Yeah.' Taglianti yanked himself "'from the grasp of his friends. "'He stood up straight and looked around. "'A small amount of blood still oozed out the cut on his lip. "'His eyes darted side to side.' Yeah, man. Uh, no, no problem. No problem. Taglienti looked around nervously, glad that Vooch still had his lock around Vinny's waist. He walked slowly up the hill. Taglienti's two friends nodded at Vooch and then followed behind Pete. Vooch squeezed Vinny around the waist tightly. He leaned against his ear and spoke loudly. You done, you stupid fuck! Vinny just nodded. Vooch released him. He stood there just looking at Vinny watch Taglienti go up the hill. The sneer was still on Vinny's face. Good one, bro! Vooch smiled his white-toothed grin, then walked up the embankment. After the chalk talk in the auditorium that night, Vinny decided to go right back to the cabin and catch up on some sleep. Meat as usual, had the same idea. They left Vooch in the auditorium talking with some of the guys and walked out into the night together. Meat surprised Vinny when he patted him on the back as they started out on the path. Heard you and Tagliani duked it out, eh? vinnie felt a sneer coming across his face he didn't really want to go over this again especially with someone like meat he had already had to recount the story to several guys during the afternoon and evening drills yeah no big deal vinnie then walked silently hoping that was the end of the subject they reached the cabin and went in "'I can't stand Taglienti,' voiced Meat as he pulled his clothing off in typical brisk fashion. He climbed up onto his bunk and dangled his legs over the side again, watching Vinny. Vinny was just at the point of removing his shoes in the time it took Meat to fully undress and get up on his bunk. Vinny paused as he sat down to pull off his socks. "'I thought you couldn't really stand anybody.' He leaned his back against the metal frame of Vooch's bed for balance. Meat scratched himself under his arms. I like you. I like Vooch. Some of the other guys are okay. You like me? Vinny looked at him incredulously. Come on, Meat. You can't exactly say we're friends. Yeah, we're friends. He folded one leg up under the other and rubbed the top of his foot you're a friend of mine. Meat, I don't even fucking know you. Vinny stood and unbuckled his pants and dropped them to the floor. I never thought you even liked me. I thought you disliked me. Meat looked up blankly. No, Vinny, you'd know it if I didn't like you. I consider you a friend. I just don't say a lot. He turned and laid on his back on the mattress, his hog flopping to one side as he moved. He was obviously going to sleep and had said all that he intended to. Vinny pulled his underwear off and dropped them in their usual place beside his bunk. He noticed the floor was perfectly clean. All traces of mud were gone. He guessed Vooch's sophomores had done their cleaning job. Maybe you should, uh, say more, Meat, said Vinny as he slid in under his covers. Uh, what's that, Vinny? came the voice from above. Say more. Maybe you should say more. Especially to your friends. Meat just grunted. Night, Meat. Vinny turned on his side and was asleep in a matter of seconds. Vinny was awakened in the dark by a gentle nudge against his shoulder. He opened his eyes trying to focus on what had happened. He drifted back into sleep. Again came the push, this time harder. What? He rubbed his eyes with his fist. What the fuck? Slide over, Vin. What? What are you talking about? Vucci? Vinny sat halfway up in bed. Voochie? Yeah, it's me. Slide over, Vinny. Let me in. What are you talking about? Vinny fell back down against the pillow. Leave me alone, Vooch. It's the middle of the night. I need sleep. He pulled the pillow over part of his face. I do too. Slide over and let me in with you. Vooch pushed against his side and began to stick his legs under the bed covers. Vinny pulled the pillow away from his face. His eyes were still sleepy and unfocused. What are you doing, man? Get away. Go get in your own bed. He turned onto his side and faced the wall. Vooch slid in the rest of the way. His chest was against Vinny's back. "'I can't get in my bed. I left the fucking window open. The last downpour soaked my whole mattress.' Vooch waited for a moment. No reply. "'Vinny?' Vinny had fallen back asleep. Vooch slid down a bit further, pressing his legs and whole upper body firmly against Vinny's backside. He noticed Vinny was sleeping bare-assed again. He pulled the covers closer to him, trying to keep the cool night air out. He buried his face into the back of Vinny's neck. He felt warm and comfortable. Slowly, Vooch drifted off to sleep.